so they're a huge inspiration as well as um, Andy Grammer. If you know who that I, is, I'm familiar with the name. I've, I okay. can't remember a song. I'm sure he, he does. He does a lot of pop stuff. You don't know Andy um. Grammer? <laughs> I feel like I, I will do you know say who Beyonce is. Yes, do you know I who do. Justin Bieber is. Yahoo! Like, I'm I'm not saying, I, don't, I don't know if Andy- this is. I'm anyone who listens to this podcast at this point <laughs> is going to message me. <laughs> You're listening to For The Record, conversations about music, mixing, and the creative industry. Today's guest is Turner. Turner is a Nashville-based pop artist, and also, his hair is blue, which I felt was notable because this is a podcast. Tyler Chapman. How's it going, man? Welcome, or also Turner, I should say. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, Turner. Turner. Yeah. T R N R. Welcome, welcome to the studio. Thanks. It's, it's great to be here. Yeah, I was gonna say it's good to. We've this has been a, a little bit in the working, a little little uh, some scheduling had to happen for this, but I'm glad you're here. Yeah, glad you're here from Nashville. I'm glad I was able to make it. It's, so, it's a fantastic place you got here. Thank so. you. I, I will take the credit for that, even though somebody else could probably take more credit <laughs> than I did. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, tell me, so what? You got started in music how long ago? Like, what was the first thing that got you in the music scene? Um, so I started music a long time ago, um, cool. like high school-ish era. Um, I started with, uh, we didn't we didn't have a youth group worship band growing up, so I started the youth group worship band. Nice. Got the into- The look matches. Yes, yes, thank you, thank you. Um, <laughs> the, uh, got into guitar in high school, did a couple, like, theater in high school. That was kind of nice. my big thing. Did a couple shows- um, but when I got to college, I was like, you know what? I kind of want to be a composer or like a writer. And so I started in kind of the songwriting aspect. I always thought it was going to be behind the scenes. And then, um, in 2019, I went to this Nashville program called the Contemporary Music Center. Mm. Um, and I was able, I was able to perform there and I was like, oh, I kind of like this whole artist thing. Mm. And so got started on that. And then 2020 was kind of my year of writing and working on stuff. Yeah. I mean, I feel like everybody had the time yeah. in 2020. Yeah. Like, like, it's like that. There's like a dude perfect video. It was just like, you got to try making ribs. It take up half your day. That's kind of like how 2020 went. Yep. Um, so like in the process of starting a brand, starting mm-hmm. being an artist, what like did that look like in terms of like trying to find what your brand is? Yeah. So it was, was there like trial and error at all to that. A hundred percent. So uh, not much of it is released. But the the music I started out with is kind of an NF vibe is what I'd gone for. Nice. Which is the whole point. Um, that's kind of why my name is Turner, T-R-N-R, is I'd kind of like... Nice. It, it felt like it felt yeah, fit yeah, yeah. the brand of what I was doing at the time. Um, and since then, it's transitioned to more of an alternative pop kind of drawing from rock um, with a little bit of like hip hop rap influence still, but, mm-hmm. um, but it's definitely shifted more to that alternative pop vibe. Um, and so it was definitely a journey of trial and error. I tried doing the NF like hardcore rap thing and I just got to a point where I was like, you know, this just doesn't feel like it's me. So mm, <laughs> we're going to mm. try something else and, and move on. And, uh, I, I always thought that rap was going to be part of it, but just maybe a different style of sure, rap. Yeah. So, um, which has been fun. I've mean, I've checked out your stuff and I've heard, I've seen like the, the experiments in like the styles of hip hop that you've done a little bit, which is really cool to see. Yeah, for sure. It's been, it's been a lot of fun and, and getting with, um, I will say getting with my now producer, Chris Bensfield, um, he has kind of influenced that and that's, there's been some like change with, um, kind of who I've been working with at the time with for music sure. and everything. Um, but yeah, no, it was, it was, 
definitely a transition and definitely something that um, is always changing. And even with this EP with No Mercy, I feel like from start to finish, uh, from the first song to like last song, there's even been a transition of genre mm. there. Yeah, to I was gonna say I, I played the first song, I was like, oh, dope, and then I played the next the next song, I was like, oh, that's a change. And every and there's a progression. Yeah, and it was super dope too. Like, I, also, <laughs> fun little fact uh, for those listening: as the day on the day of recording this, his EP is dropped. This is day one, so go stream it now. It's fresh for us, and it can be fresh for you if you listen to it. Fresh um, but no, that's that's dope though. Um, it's cool. It's been cool seeing like the progression of like branding and everything. That's something that I feel like I have only just scratched the surface of. Um, tell me about Nashville too. Are you talking about like wh- what what did your first like dipping your toes in moment look like there, and then how did it go progress, and how did the time yeah. there go? Was there because that was just before pandemic? Yeah. So there. we. Um, so pandemic actually pushed things back. I was supposed to move to Nashville, like beginning of 2020. And then clearly okay. that, that, that didn't happen. It was yeah. back a little bit. But, you were there in 2019 um, for school and then you moved back and then yeah. you moved. Okay. Yeah. So sorry, that was confusing. So yes. I, I did a semester program in 2019. So it wasn't, yes. uh, it wasn't like full time there. And then I came back to uh, Olivet and finished out my time there and then went to back home. Anyways, mm. I was back in Missouri, which is where I'm from for 2020. And then after 2020, I ended up going back to Nashville. Um, I have a couple friends that I met at the program down there that had moved down there. And so I was like, okay, they kind of have some connections there. I'm going to kind of get connected there and see what we can work out. Mm-hmm. Um, got connected with this artist called Caleb LaDuc, um, who had originally produced for me. What a name, um, Caleb LaDuc. Yeah, I know. It's a great name. It sounds like it is um, like you, LaDuc. How dare you? <laughs> Anyway, continue. No, but he's uh, he's a great guy, and so um, got connected with him, and then since then I've just kind of got connected with different people doing pop music in Nashville, which is which is a whole mm-hmm. uh, whole different thing. Being in uh, you know the country music capital yeah, of the world, say. Um, pop music is definitely not the main thing you hear there. Yeah, <laughs> um, but there's but the, but it's it's cool because I feel like because of that. Um, the local artists kind of have their own community. So like, mm. like I've, I've got to meet a lot of other pop and hip hop artists in the area just because um, it's a tighter knit community because it's not the majority of people there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's been cool to kind of make connections that way and yeah. kind of grow, grow. There. And the, the pop, I feel like the pop scene there is growing too, because I, I have a few producer friends that have just moved to Nashville. Um, Dawson Samuel, Jacob Stanifer currently already lives there. And I think Mike Aris at one point, he's metal, but it counts. Uh, is currently talking about thinking about potentially about moving there. Yeah. <laughs> it's very like early stages. Yeah. But like it's growing. The pop scene in Nashville, I feel like is growing. Um, yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely shifting uh, with that. And I know um, de- <laughs> depending on who you talk to sure. in Nashville, they're either excited about that or not excited <laughs> about that. So <laughs> this is fair. I was going to say, do you, is there any, like as it, as it grows at the beginning of like when it was still like, Mm-hmm. It, like of your time there and you're like, Hmm, there's like, it's weird being a pop artist. Did you feel like imposter syndrome a bit? Um, a, a little bit. Um, it just, I, I, there was a lot of debating whether like it was the right move to go mm. to Nashville and like, is this kind of the, the space we're supposed to be? Um, but as I've, as I've met people and as I, like things have grown, like it's only solidified it more. But yeah. for that first year, for sure, I was like, I don't know like what, what I'm doing. What's, what's, what's the right thing. What's the right mm. move. Um, it really is trial by fire. Yeah, really. exactly. Yeah. But, um, but especially after getting connected and everything, it's been, um, it's definitely been the right place to be. And yeah. from who I've talked to, um, Nashville seems to be the landing place for people who don't like LA. <laughs> um, there've been so many people that yeah. have, have moved out to LA and like are doing the, cause LA is big with pop rap. all that. Yeah. Like that's, that's yeah. the place to be kind of for that. But, um, a lot of people have moved from 
to Nashville from there that just haven't yep. liked the um, more cutthroat um, uh, vibe out there. Cause I, I do think that's something that's positive about Nashville is it does feel like everyone that I've met is like, Oh no, we're like, we're all in this together. Like we're all trying to grow. Mm-hmm. Like, let me yeah. support you. You support me. You know, we'll kind of uh, see what happens with this. It doesn't feel like you're being used yeah, in that, is, in that sense. That so. is something I've been curious about because I mean, Nashville and LA, like you said, are kind mm-hmm. of the two big music places uh, where everyone seems to congregate, where there's a, a heavy music scene yeah. and there's some pretty distinctly different cultures that are going on there. And you, it sounds like you've had a decent experience with both. Um, what are, what are some of the things that you have appreciated about both or just what is the distinction between the two? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The big, the biggest thing that I've heard, um, is that, and that is that, um, LA just feels more, um, kind of cutthroat, like, okay, what, what can you offer me? Or I'm not going to like do anything with you unless you can like do something for me, kind of a, kind of a vibe, whereas Nashville has felt more. And I, I haven't, I haven't lived in LA, so I can't speak to that mm-hmm. necessarily, but like my producer came from LA. He's like, I just didn't like working with um, the people I was working with out there or the the vibe or anything. And so mm-hmm. um, that's been a big thing. I know um, even just the sheer um, number of people I've heard in LA, like it just like everyone and, and, and everyone in Nashville does music, but they, they make it sound like everyone in LA is trying to make it big. Mm-hmm. And so you, you just kind of get drowned out in the sea because they're, because every, everyone there is doing the same kind of music. Everyone there is trying to make it big. Everyone's performing, you know, doing all this stuff. So mm-hmm. it just feels more competition in that sense. Whereas uh, doing pop, especially in Nashville, like, like, like I said, it's, it's, it's country music world. Mm-hmm. And so doing pop music, you already stand out because there's not like, it's not yeah. everyone's doing pop music. And so um, it's, it's kind of different, I guess, in that, in that sense. Yeah. So that's yeah, dope. It's funny you say that too, because I was technically supposed to go to Los Angeles for the film program and all of it yeah. backed out of that. I just became a multimedia general. Um, but like, cause I, I, I think it would have been good for me had I had like wanted to stick with film, but number one, I was producing at the time. And number two, like, I also agree that like the, the, the LA stigma yeah. doesn't seem always super appealing. Um, like the idea, like maybe it's cause I'm a self-conscious little bean, but like, <laughs> like the idea of like everyone is doing the exact same thing uh, as me, but better. Yeah. <laughs> freaks me out. Yeah. So like, yeah, that's super, super accurate. That and then uh, the, on a lighter note, I have heard um, that the Mexican food and the seafood obviously is way better in Los Angeles than yeah, Nashville. Yeah. So Nashville uh, has some incredible food. I've been twice. Yeah. And both no. times I was like, there's a, there's a place. I mean, I think the tornado took it down, which sucks. Um, but like, there's a place called the Soda Parlor that had like the yeah yeah yeah. I, it was the best ice cream I've ever had in my entire life. The best like beverage like ice cream beverage thing. It like I it opened up at like a you ever eat something that like unlocks a new emotion. <laughs> yeah. that's what I feel like yeah. happened in the soda parlor <laughs> it was incredible I still have a flannel that says adventure till death from there and I treasure that because like they don't sell that anymore obviously yeah yeah no it, it was uh it was super sad. so I'm uh a big Owen Rogers fan who's yep. the, who yeah. the guy who which opened is, the soda which is parlor how I found it. Yeah. um and so when we were moving down they were like oh sick like we're gonna be right next to the soda parlor we're gonna be able to go there all the time mm. hang out whatever and then the tornado took no. it down before we moved. And we're like, dang it. That like, sucks. of course this is going to happen. <laughs> Did you ever go before it got taken down? We, we were able to go before, but like, that's um, good. But it just, fe- yeah, we just felt bad for him. But, uh, cause it was an incredible yeah, place. It was a free arcade too there, right? Yeah. There's some, yeah, there's no, cabinets. It's, it's surprising. Um, like that was cool, but it's surprising the amount of free arcades that are in Nashville. Really? Like it's yes, there are so many. That's dope. Um, so if you go to one where you have to actually pay for things, it's like don't like there's <laughs> there's somewhere you can go for free. So that's so dope. I didn't know that. 
Yeah, well, it's because everything's tied to um, everywhere's also a bar. Like it doesn't matter where you're going. There's yeah, a bar well, in Nashville. Where I live. Um, <laughs> literally, so literally, Taco Bell is a bar. Yeah, no, there, they're, like there, yeah. there's there are places that like it's just it's everywhere. A, has it's a bar. amazing. Like Taco Bell had live music. That what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a there's yeah. a McDonald's um, over on the east side that has. Um, this very old man that performs McDonald or performs like live tunes. He McDonald's. McDonald's. fantastic. Yeah, no, he's got the he's whole. Like, he's got like a, your hamburger. It, it 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 does. It's funny because it looks like um, like the headsets that they wear for like the drive through. Yeah. Like he has that on as his mic singing up front. It's fantastic. That's <laughs> amazing. So that's iconic. Yeah, no, I want to buy his album. It's awesome, man. He um, found his pocket. You know. You what? <laughs> he found his pocket. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly, that's a niche that I don't think I've ever heard before. So good for him. <laughs> I, w- I will say that is that is also uh, something that I've worried about living in Nashville. Sure. Is because there's music everywhere. There's always the worry of oh, I'm going to end up performing at this place that like just wants live music, but like it's not like yeah, it's not legit or like it's not something that like mm. is going to. I don't know. Is, is that make yeah. sense? Yeah. Like, no. It's it's kind of like the like in certain venues like like want more like purist kind of a thing. Like it's just someone performing with instruments and everything. And you're kind of like a, like not country dude. Yeah. Like that doesn't match their sound for quote unquote, for lack of a better word. Yeah. Um, totally. Yeah. That, how do you like, have you ever found yourself in a situation like that? Where you're like, I'm at this bar. I don't know if this is the kind of the music that they want to hear, but this is what I'm going to do. Um, kind of a thing. not yet, but that's because I am a nervous person that holds my cards close to the chest. So, yeah, me too. um, I haven't performed much live just because a lot of my music, I mean, I'm sure you can release this as an EDM guy. Like a lot yeah. of my music is hard to, like, it'd be hard to pick up an acoustic guitar and go yes. do, um, and I, it, like I can do, but I just know, uh, it's going to sound a lot better if I was able to take like a full band with me or do like a full setup kind of a thing. 100%. Yeah. So. I remember um, like I, I released um, at this time. I mean, tomorrow as, as of this time, I'll have a second one out. But as of this time, I only have one song out and it's le- less EDM. It's more like indie. And even still, I went to an open mic night to like just perform, do a cover of a song. And someone's like, are you going to do your new song? And he begins. I was like, no, I am not. <laughs> Don't ask me to do it, please. Like it just because it like it just it's I, and I've listened to your music. I feel like it matches. It's difficult yeah. to like find how that would work in a live sense. Yeah. Um, unless you have like a lot of equipment but like yeah well and i was gonna say like you, you can make it work of course um it's just gonna be a different song at that point yeah because there's like you the know? difference of like someone like skrillex who's like kind of just djing or mm-hmm. like madion who's performing yeah there's a difference a little bit you know yeah and madion sure. sings and all of this stuff i don't know if you know if you're familiar or not uh i do not i'm well, sorry do your homework I'm maybe <laughs> <laughs> i'll gonna, write it down i'll give time, you a list of time. things to, to look up <laughs> so where do you come from when you write music what what kind of space does that look like yeah, so I um I'm, I'm I'm not diagnosed, but I'm pretty sure I have ADHD. Well, I and do. So, so welcome to the club. Um, a lot a lot of that is just kind of uh, sporadic. Uh, mm. So it's like when I have inspiration, I write down a lyric or something. It's it's usually an idea. I feel like I come in with a concept. Yeah, and then we kind of go from there. Um, but um, but yeah, a lot of it's just kind of like writing it down. I'm a big lyric person, sure. um, melody person. We'll kind of go into the studio, come up with. Uh, some music ideas, a little bass track, and then I'll kind of take that home and just work with it for a while. Oh, um, so, but yeah, no, it's, um, as someone with yeah. potential ADHD, are you also haunted by the potent, like the, the concept of being somewhere like in a public space where you're nowhere close to being able to write a song or doing it. And you have this brilliant idea where you're like, I love this. I connect with this. Yes. And then you can't write it down. 
Yes. What? I can't tell you how many <laughs> courses I've forgotten and I just beat myself up of. Because you're in a place where I'm like, okay, like I can... I, I, I don't really have somewhere where I can record this right now. I try mm-hmm. I try to do as much as I can, but like, um, or driving. Do you ever have ideas while driving? Yes. That's the worst. And, so, and, like, like, and I have I an can't. Android, so like my voice memo thing is really janky. Yeah. So I'll just take out my camera and just like face cam you like, huh? like there's like the, like the get the chin up look. Yeah. It's horrible. <laughs> I had, uh, I, oh, sorry. I had this idea. So I was, I don't, I don't remember what it was, obviously, mm. um, but I was driving and my phone was hooked up to my Bluetooth in my car, mm. but my Bluetooth is like janky. So sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> sure. Yeah. And so I recorded a voice memo. I was like, oh, sick. This is going to be an awesome idea. <laughs> Sang it out and everything. Listened back later. And it was just. <laughs> and I was like, dang it. Well, I don't s- know what that was. Like, I recorded it so I could just forget it. And uh, you, it was- you should sample that and put some like make a percussion <laughs> in a song. That's what I would do. He's like, well, I, I just accept defeat. Yeah, let, me just, fantastic. let me just stand on the soapbox and turn <laughs> some garbage into something. No, that's, that's what I did when I, when I wrote, here we go again. Um, I had the, the melody idea in the middle of a Bible study and like nice. someone in my group is just like talking about how they're like, she just, she, like she and her husband were together for a long time and she just got diagnosed with Alzheimer's. And so like this really deep conversation. Meanwhile, I'm like, no, 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 no. Like in my head, like, I'm just yes. like, I want to leave. But like leaving in the middle of this, like very sad somber be like, that's great. Okay. See ya. And then just like, that would not be the move yeah. at all. So like, yeah. What do you like, have you found any kind of workaround whatsoever or do um, you just like accept defeat? Some of it's accepting defeat. Um, some of it's accepting like if I, you know, if, if I have enough inspirations like this, there's going to be another one that comes along. So yeah. Yeah. Um, but <clears throat> the big, <laughs> one of the biggest things I try to do is just repeat in my head as much times as I can. Mm-hmm. So like if I'm not able to record it from in a situation like that where you're yeah. like, Clearly, it's not the time to just be like, okay, I'm going to leave to go record this thing. Yep. Um, I didn't speak the rest of that night because yeah. I, was, I was just singing it in my head. Yeah, no, that's, that's exactly, that's exactly just, the thing I try to do is just keep yeah. it going until I'm able to go somewhere and do it or do it enough times that like, okay, like it's stuck because I'm yeah. not like, I don't know, I've sat here for 20 minutes doing yeah, this yeah, head, right, you know, right. whatever that is. Yeah. So it's funny um, because I, I always get people come up to me and be like, Lucas, are you okay? You seem down tonight. Like I'm focused. <laughs> Don't talk to me right now. I'm in the middle of something. Yeah, but it, it always pops up at the worst time. Like you always get your best ideas. I feel like at the worst time. Yeah. I don't know if that like. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be like, there's. I think I got a really, really, and I never got to write it down, which sucks. I remember having a really good idea when I was hosting. Do you know? Do you remember uh, Preston Fisher? Yes. I was hosting him. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, okay. he was gonna interview at the church we go to, and I was, so I was hosting him, and I was like also working. And I was, so it was just kind of like twenty four seven. Like I don't have time to like write something right now, and then I was like this idea is really good. So I was just, I didn't know it. And I knew that I was going to lose it immediately. I tried to do the voice memo thing. Didn't work. <laughs> Rest in peace. <laughs> it sucks. So you come from like, what, what different, is there like a variety as someone with like potential ADHD? Is there a variety of places you come from? Is there one where like, this one hurts deep when I come like, like the writing places is, is mm-hmm. deep, but then another one where you're just like, this one's about goats. Like something where it's just like, Oh yes. You know? Um, uh, yeah. So I have a song out. I, I wasn't sure if I was going to admit this or not, but I'm just going to go for here. Um, go for it. I have a song out called um, Remedy. And the song itself is like about this relationship and like being addicted to it and like it's not good for you or whatever. Mm. Um, but there's this line in it called You're My 3 a.m. Craving. And that was the beginning of the idea of the mm. song. And that was because I was like, oh, you know those Taco Bell ads that are like craving, like 4 a.m. cravings <laughs> yeah. or whatever? I was like, I'm gonna write a song with that, and so that, <laughs> and so that's 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 where the inspiration for that song started. And I was like, we're I, I, like I wanted to turn it into a legit song, but like it was there was no like 
hardcore meaning when I started yeah, writing that song. That's incredible. <laughs> it's, it's like that. There's I was listening to uh, a show. I don't know if you're familiar with the band NSP. Uh, they're a they're a comedy band where someone was like, yeah, it'd be stupid if someone wrote a song called like Unicorn La- like Laser Dino Wizard. That'd be dumb. And meanwhile, the lead singer's like, Unicorn Wizard. Like like <laughs> I feel like that happened with you with like the like the talk about. He's like, yeah, it'd be stupid if someone wrote a song about talk about like. Yeah, no, that's that's three uh, a.m. craving. <laughs> like it's it's always my goal to uh, try to make something out of nothing. Mm. And so, um, but yeah, no, definitely. Definitely have some of those inspirations like that. And then mm-hmm. obviously um, some of the more, more of the songs in No Mercy, not Taco Bell inspired, sure. um, are a little bit more, you know, hit home or, you know, come yeah. from a place of uh, deep pain. <laughs> oh, deep pain. Deep pain. Yeah. Um, so you, speaking of inspiration. So you mentioned that obviously NF was kind of like what inspired the Turner, the name and everything mm-hmm. and the start. As you progressed, do you have you found different inspirations that yeah. you kind of that kind of drive you? Yeah. So I. Um, I'm a big fan of Bastille. If nice. You know I love Bastille. Yeah. Um, and so they're a huge inspiration as well as um, Andy Grammer. If you know who that I, is. I'm familiar with the name. I've, okay. I can't remember a song. I'm sure. He, he, does, he does a lot of pop stuff. You don't know Andy um, Grammer? I, 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 saw, I was looking at you as I said that. I'm like, he's going to give me credit. <laughs> I feel like, I, I mean, it's not like he's like huge, but he's kind of like. I, I will Do you know say who Beyonce is. Yes, Do you know who Justin Bieber is. Yahoo. Like, I'm not heard. saying. I don't, I don't know. If I'm not saying he's there, but I feel like I've heard him in like all of the contexts. Then like, that's the thing. Know. I know the name for sure. I've definitely heard the name Andy Grammer. This is I'm anyone who listens to this podcast at this point is going to message me. <laughs> you're just gonna. You're just gonna like, look that's in the Yeah. So like we can't be friends. You don't know who I Andy will, Grammer is. Not not to talk bad about Andy Grammer because obviously he's my he's a huge inspiration. I love his all of his music. Mm. I will say I think um, some of his most well known songs though are from like the like a past era. If that yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. I don't not, see, but. <laughs> Lucas, you're agreeing to nothing. You don't know if what he's saying <laughs> yeah, exactly. is true or not. Well, okay. Do, do you remember the gotta keep your head up? Oh, and you, you can know? let no, your head I down. Don't. Okay. Well, never mind. Yeah. No, I know what you're talking about. It was the yeah, thank yeah. you. It was every target everywhere. Yeah. That's the song that was playing. Right. So, anyway, his song it, is kind of hot. It sounds like an bit. earworm that it sounds almost familiar, but I don't know if I've actually heard it before. Enough. Random okay. side note, though. It, did so. you know that Andy Grammer did a song with Andy Minio? I did. I love that song. It was so random. It, yeah. No, I literally, it popped up. I was like, I didn't even know you guys like were in the same world. Like, right, yeah, right. What? Huh. <laughs> um, Isn't that crazy, Lucas? It's so crazy. I definitely know <laughs> who, who. I love to. Hey, is. when you get two Andys together, you can only make magic. It's true. This is true. So. We should find another Turner. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know as soon as you. There's, a, there's another one on Spotify. There is? Yes. Really? Um, it is hard to confuse us because he is definitely a dark black man. Um, but he um, he hasn't put out music since like 2017. So I feel pretty in the clear that like he's not yeah. doing music anymore. Like it's, it's your turn to shine. Um, but YouTube music for no apparent reason keeps tying my music to him. And mm. no matter how many times I submit like, no, I'm like, I'm a different. Every other dude, platform has got it right. Dude, but YouTube music. Just- so I lived with like, a, if you can't beat him, join him mentality with that. So my early stuff I was doing under the name Jeremy David because I just thought that was cooler than my name. Um, and so originally like I started releasing music and then all of a sudden this other Jeremy David started releasing stuff and I'm like dang it it's really good it's like a lot better than my stuff dang it and so what I did um, I I was like you know if you can't beat him join him so I reached out and I was like hey man our accounts got like 
combined somehow, but you seem like a cool guy. And then a little later, I had this song and I was like, my voice is not working on this chorus, but I was like, I'm going to do Jamie David featuring Jamie David. <laughs> And it was actually legit. It's funny because I ended up changing my artist name to my actual name in that process. But now there's like a Jeremiah Shoemaker featuring Jamie David song. And that's what it that's like, awesome. what it started from. I've actually never met the guy, but he sang on my song. Seems that's like a nice fantastic. Guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's super cool. That's funny. Yeah. He's, got a, he's also super dope, too. Like the, the, the part that he laid down was was freaking fire. It was juicy. Yeah, See, no, I'm a big I, uh, Jamie David fan. Andy Grammer is he's not quite on Jamie David's level. Either one. <laughs> Uh, I'm still like, I don't know. Andy Grammer is the one when I list my influences, not to dog on you again, but (laughs) uh, I'm used to it. I'm the, I'm the youngest in my family and I'm the youngest at, I'm the, I'm the newest at the studio. I am used to taking jokes. I was going to say when I, when I list my influences, not like 90% of the time, Andy Grammer is like the most recognizable name on the list. So, well, um, what are some other influences? This feels like a challenge now. Like, yeah. I'm like, I would say welcome the, to the game show. This, this, the, the next name has obviously been a more recognizable name now for sure. But uh, Jack Harlow is a huge influence yes. as far as like rap influence. Um, it's kind of where I know who I Jack Harlow go, is. Go, I'm proud of you. With that. Um, and then uh, this group named Amber Run. I don't know if you guys have ever heard I've of heard them. the name. I don't know if I've. If I have a song for them, okay. I feel like I might have like one, like like Spotify like recommended uh, like a song in like the new music Friday whatever. Okay. I would I would they're 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 probably the smallest group out of all of them, um, but cool. they're based in England, um, so I've never been able to see them live, which is the worst part. Puff. Um, but he they um, the biggest thing <clears throat> from them is their guitar sound. They have this like super nice clean like mm. like tinny sound, but not like gross tinny. Yeah, if not that like, makes sense. Not like scraping on a chalkboard yeah, but yeah. more like a it's yeah it's it's a well-used like harmonic instead of like yeah. a, a a mistake that wasn't fixed and it's you know? been like it's the nicest cleanest tone that like i it's my like dream guitar tone like mm. listening to them and so like that's that's what i go to all the time i've just started so like it's funny because i i'm trying to incorporate so much guitar in my music and i don't play guitar uh i nice. it's so foreign to me whenever i need something i'm like hey jeremiah um what, so like what I'm he just, says is true yes <laughs> I'm working on a song right now with a fake guitar and he's just like, so what you did there, like, uh, like physically doesn't make sense. I'm like, it's cause I played on a keyboard. Um, so <laughs> yeah, I'm doing my best. I I'm will, really, I'm good at piano. I can do that. Okay. I, well, I mean, that's, that's an, that's an important part in yeah. everything. So especially cause like, especially MIDI, programming MIDI pianos are yeah. kind of more state there. MIDI guitars exist, but they're far and few between. Yeah. I wouldn't say any kind of synth, like, Keyboard keyboard is much more helpful than uh, having my guitar skills because I have to go anytime anytime I do anything most of the time it's going in and doing one note at a time and just going yeah. going over it. And I, but it, yeah, right, yeah, which is so like <laughs> I'm doing something epic right now. Like it's so like it's so soul crushing at times. But I also feel like guitarists just look cooler. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm a drummer, so I feel like that looks sort of like I mean yeah. But like whenever whenever I see like people like play guitar, I'm like that looks so sick. They look incredible. They're like vibing with the music and they're moving around. I can't move around on the drums. See, Lucas, yeah. you need a guitar. I, mm, I don't <laughs> think I do. Just get get um get one of those uh, what's the like drumline kind of a thing? Yeah, but then, but then yeah. have a drum pad so you got an entire drum set just with Honestly? you, dude. So uh, so I ride a unicycle. Uh, have for a long <laughs> part amazing. of I my life. About that. Uh, and for a long time, I wanted to start a band where our whole shtick was that we played all of our instruments on unicycles. And so yeah, I was how like, did that go? I, well, I didn't have any friends, p- 
period, but especially <laughs> that were specifically that were like musicians and also had enough balance that could learn how to ride a unicycle. But I was like, okay, so we could get guitar, bass, lead vocal, all that's pretty easy. And the drums, I was like, we'll have to get creative, some sort of drum line. But I was mm. like, this is totally doable. And we would be the talk of any parade. Yeah, ever. seriously, that'd be amazing. One day I'm going to come into work, Jeremiah, on a unicycle just to just be like, surprise. You we're really should. Happen. I have several. That's I amazing. will loan you one. <laughs> hey, yeah. Now, I'll take now, it. now you have to. You... I'll take it for unicycle. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going to come in like to work like a month from now with cuts and bruises all over. But then like in six months, I'm going to be a pro. It's going to be great. <laughs> hey, next, uh, next podcast. Just expect yeah. the opener to be. Next, but yeah, next Lucas, podcast. We're going we're gonna to get a unicycle. We're going to have love set up and we're just going to do the entire podcast on a unicycle. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, how's the studio life been going? <laughs> like, get, a, get a workout. The studio life. Riding unicycle is actually a lot more chill than you think. If you're, if you're good. I believe you. You'll get there. But I'm also accident prone. That's true. Have I told you the story of how I've been called the emergency room child? No. <laughs> I've been rushed to the hospital 14 times in my life. Holy cow. <laughs> and that the funny is... thing was when I was 14, I was so excited that I was at the age of, if not old, because it's been a while. Yeah. But I was fu- so excited that when I was 14, I was at the age of, if not about to be older than the amount of times I've been rushed to the hospital. Because <laughs> it was all when I was a kid. And ever since then, I'm just like, even though I'm a lot more careful of, of a human being, I'm just like, I've got to be, I don't want to go to the hospital again. It's expensive. I'm surprised I didn't get my parents in trouble. (laughs) Anyway. 14 times. Yep. Okay. (laughs) Nice. So I've been been twice, I think, maybe three. Show off. So, (laughs) (laughs) yes, I've only broken one bone in my body. So, (laughs) Turner, ladies and gentlemen, only been to the hospital two times. Stream (laughs) is music. Um, But no, anyway, back to back to inspirations and everything. So you said Jack Harlow, you said Bastille, you said. Uh, oh, he has some other unknown guy, Andy Grammer. Uh, <laughs> Andy Grammer. No one's ever heard of him. Um, Nobody. Cool. Like, how do you feel like that's incorporated? Like, because I feel like there's been so many moments where I write music where I, I begin to go down this tangent. And then I like recently, I'm in that right now with, I can't even remember his name. It's a smaller mm-hmm. synth artist. Um, but like I, I went, I will go down some like EDM rabbit hole and then I'll discover some indie artists. And I'm like, they capture this mood way better. Like, yeah. do you have like a shift like that? Sometimes we're writing a song. And you're like, actually, I'm going to 180 degrees this with a different inspiration. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, starting out, there was and, and, and I, I will say, I think those artists influence different aspects of my music, different songs and stuff. Yeah. Um, but there, but there's definitely uh, a shift involved. Um, and I'm always trying to listen to um, new music or even, even artists that I like, I listen to for enjoyment just to see, okay, is there anything they're doing that I want to do? Yeah. Um, or that I think is cool. Um, but definitely starting out more in the hip hop rap realm. Oh, I didn't even say my, one of my bigger influences. Oh, Sorry. Tell. I'm also influenced by John Bellion. There you go. There, I, I, I do know. Man. Of course I know John Bellion. He's amazing. Um, there was a slow <laughs> shift in eye contact by Jeremiah. He's like, you better have heard of this guy. <laughs> But yeah, it would, no, have, it would have been more because like the number of times I've played John Bellion, <laughs> if he's like, I don't I actually know, I would that? have been like, have you never paid attention to me ever? <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never. <laughs> I walk it as soon as you walk in the room, I black out. <laughs> it's either nerves or boredom. I can't tell. Anyway, continue. But, uh, but yeah, no, there's been a shift and especially now, like there's, um, it used to be a lot more programmed um, kind of hip hoppy where we came in, like laid down this beat and was like, okay, this is a song. We're just going to create something over it. Yeah. Um, but now there's a lot more, uh, guitar involved. Um, I've definitely wanted to do some of that. I think, um, you know, we might experiment with some like live drums going forward, doing some Ooh. different stuff with that. So like, so th- it's always trying to, uh, transform and try out something 
new. Yeah. Um, and, and, and that's been, that, that's my biggest, I think influence from John Bellion is watching his creative process. He, he puts out these, you know, behind the scenes for like all yeah. the GPs albums. Whatever. We've, we've watched a few um, of the, of the ones where he's just, it's like the story tells itself without any dialogue. Yeah. It's so dope. Yeah. And so just kind of this whole idea of not, um, not being bogged down by a genre. I'm I, like, I, I, well, I say alt pop. I think that's what my music fits in now. I sure. always want to be uh, genre fluid and be able to jump between different things and 100%. try stuff out. I've, I'm um, releasing something that is both indie, alternative, and electronic. Yeah, like I, well, and that's where I want to stay. Like, is yeah. that weird in between grounds? Stuff. And I think that's the best way. Like, I, I, I think that allows all of your songs to be the song it needs to be. Hundred percent, and not forced into. Okay, well, this is the music I make, so we have to make it this way. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as I think people underestimate uh, audiences because like I, I listen to a bunch of different songs. It's not like mm-hmm. I just listen to rap or just listen to rock or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I listen to a little bit of everything. Um, and that's how most people are. And you know, there may be one or two genres they don't like, but like yeah, people, people I think can listen to more genres than we give them credit for sometimes. hundred percent. Yeah. So, and it's interesting as you've like shifted like genres and ideas and influences, mm-hmm. I feel like how people start songs is different by the artist, by the genre, by the thing. Yeah. Like for me, I, I oftentimes try to start with the ear candy. And then mm-hmm. I try to build it into like, I always start with a drop first, which drives Jeremiah nuts. He's just like, <laughs> write the song first. I'm like, it's not good yet. <laughs> like, um, but uh, I feel like, I mean, different artists write different music, like depending on the genre, on the preferences, like how yeah. do you go about starting a song? Yeah. So, um, so I think, I think, I think it, it can change based on the song. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of it's coming up with that idea that um, ear catcher or or the vibe we want it to be. So like, yeah. Uh, for example, there's this kind of rappy, sad rap song that we're working on, and I just kind of had this like glitch beat mind in my head. And I was like, okay, this is kind of what I want the feel to be. Um, so we kind of start out with that, and then I'm just like writing over it. Um, but then there's other songs where, um, okay, here's the melody. I have absolutely no idea like what we're gonna do with mm. it. I don't know, you know, if it fits better with this vibe or this vibe. But like, let's um, kind of sit down and kind of build around this melody, see what you hear. And a, and a lot of it is coming. So um, I love working with my producer. I love like co-writing and stuff. And mm. so a lot of it's coming in with, okay, this is, this is my idea. This is the melody. This is what I'm thinking. But like, I want to sing it to you and see if you have any ideas of, Oh, let's yeah. take it this direction. Yeah. Um, that's essentially what we do as well. Yeah. So, and so, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, it, 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 it's hard to say one specific way because I feel like because it, it changes. changes. Yeah, it does change a hundred percent. There are times like th- I'm working on one right now where I started with piano chords at the very beginning of the song as Jeremiah would like. Um, and then there's one where I like started, um, uh, there, I, the one I'm releasing on, on Saturday, it started with a guitar, like just an idea, which is how the song starts. Then there's uh, one I'm releasing soon where I started with a house beat. Like, yeah. you know, it just is totally different. There's one where I just heard, I heard some weird, I'll do a sound design sesh and make some weird, crazy out of pocket yeah. sound and then put a beat over that. It depends. And know? do you, do you ever hear, so like, I feel like I hear sometimes I'll start with like a full song in my head Yep. or like a full sound. Mm-hmm. Um, Those are the most frustrating ones to make. Yeah. Well, in <laughs> so. like, cause I, so I've been, I, like I said earlier, I've been doing music for a long time, but like I only started doing like actual, like in logic in like pro tools, whatever production mm-hmm. in like, like end of 2019. Sure, so yeah. like, so I, I, it's me. still very new, like produ- production and everything for me, mm-hmm. which is why I'm so glad to have a producer to work with because a lot of times I'm able to be like, okay, this is like the idea here in my head, but I'm not 100% mm-hmm. sure how to execute it. So like, how do we do that? Um, so I think that's, that's the most frustrating thing is just not having some of the technical skills to get it all out on my yeah. own sometimes. 
Um, and so I have the full song, but it's like, okay, how do I, how do I get it from in my head so that everyone else can hear like the music that you yeah. know, is there, you know, hundred percent. I, yeah, I'm in a similar boat. Cause I, I mean, you know, this, you're my noses. Um, but for those who don't know this, I went to school for film yeah. and, and I got a business minor and then I found myself an audio engineer because I, so I started <laughs> producing my sophomore year as a hobby just on GarageBand because yeah. I needed something to do. Um, I was in a relationship at the time, never told her because I was scared that she wouldn't like it. It's like nobody knew I was producing at the time. And then it wasn't until like 2019 where I started like doing it a little bit seriously. And it's tough because when you have yeah. a full song idea finished in your head and the only thing keeping it from getting there are your own limitations. Yeah. It's frustrating. Yeah. It's really frustrating. So like, and I've, that's why like I've told them a few times, I think on my phone, I have something along somewhere along the lines of like 140 some like finished demos. Or I'm just like that. I'm just like, at one point I really enjoyed listening to it, but I only have one song out because what I hear in my head is not what's on my phone. Yeah. You know, so it's tough. It's tough to try to figure that one out. Yeah. Have you oh. ever found yourself like, have, have you ever found like a breakthrough moment of like, I did it. I figured it out the sound like, if, or are you still trying to fight that? Um, I, f I feel like I'm still trying to fight that. Mm. Um, but like, like there's been, um, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to say because, um, of getting to town and being able to work with a producer and yeah. someone who can. So a lot of the times, um, you just give if, like a sonic it, reference. And yeah. He figures say, it if, out. if it's something that I, that I can't do, I feel like I'm already working with someone who can do that. That's good. Um, which is, which is uh, a double edged sword because it's fantastic. But then I feel like sometimes it limits me because I'm like, or I, I, I let it limit me because yeah. I'm like, okay, I know he knows how to do that. So it's not something that I try to mm -hmm. work at because I'm like, okay, let me improve something else. Um, which is, which is great because yeah. obviously I'm working with him, but then, mm. then there are times where I think I just need to sit in the studio and be like, okay, I know Chris knows how to do this, but I just need to like sit with him and be like, yeah. okay, and like how learn. can I do this so I can like, um, and part of it too, um, I'm sure other people can relate to this, but, uh, currently we are limited by, uh, the computer that I have that is slowly, slowly shutting down. We understand. So, <laughs> <laughs> running, 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 uh, logic and doing big projects is, uh, sometimes difficult to do. At our, home. <laughs> the SSD in our studio computer, uh, is currently full. Uh, it's the SSD that has all the plugins on it. And so Oof. we would like to get more. Uh, we have a couple, I think we have like 15 spare gigabytes. That's not very much. No, it's not enough. No. So not, we, not, not of, when you're not when you're working on music projects. So, yeah, no. no, we we're we're we've already looked at SSDs to upgrade it to. I think we're going to switch to Mac at some point as well. So like in the process of, but we understand the struggle. We yeah. understand like, I think, especially with like, um, I feel like there's a lot of people in the studio that like are like less is more. And I, like a mm. lot of music is less is more. That's not my music. <laughs> yeah. My music. I think here we go again is 127 layers, which that's fantastic. Yeah. It's great until you realize that the computer, you have to freeze everything and then it yeah. takes forever. And then when you hit export, you're like, all right, 30 minutes later, we'll have a song. Yeah. So yeah. 100%. Well, especially making promotional content. I was working on some, promo not to get off topic, but no, this I was, I was uh, working on some promotional content the other day. And uh, when I played the video, like it wouldn't like it wouldn't pl play the video. And so I'm trying to make these edits, but every time I have to export it so <laughs> I can watch it to see if it lines up or not and then redo. It. I've been there, dude. So, You've got so, me, you just shook me back to the nightmares of my sophomore year. <laughs> I was gonna say this this project should take maybe thirty minutes at mask. Like it's just, it's just a like a dumb easy lyric video. Mm -hmm. Like it, it's not a, something takes long, but it took like two and a half hours to do just because I had to export it every time to watch it. Literally, yeah, no, I yeah, there's no. a reason I don't do film anymore. <laughs>
It's, yeah, no, I 100% understand that. Like, and that's, I, I sophomore year, I was trying to do a documentary on a very old MacBook. Okay. Uh, didn't go well. I mean, I, he still <laughs> uses the documentary as an example of like what to do, which is yeah. cool. But it really tested my patience. <laughs> well, and, and you can get something that goes well, but it, you're just going to put like, it just takes so much longer and it's a lot more frustration. Yes. Um, in it. So, but Especially, I mean, it's, it's you, just like starting out with music, like mm-hmm. you, you know, you, you're going to get the skills and you can make something amazing. It's just going to take a lot more work than mm-hmm. if you've been doing it for 10 years and you have the most latest equipment. Literally. Yeah. You know, which is a cool segue, I guess, into like, so in terms of like comparing yourself, the comparison game, do you yeah. find yourself in that comparison game? A lot of like looking at people that have been doing it way longer and thinking, Oh, I wish it was that. And how do you get over that? Because I am haunted by that personally. <sighs> it's tough. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially age wise, like mm-hmm. I think it's the biggest thing is seeing other people that are younger than me that are like way more successful. Oof, yeah, um, I feel that one. I'm not going to name names, but I, I understand. Yeah, yeah, but it's 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 something too that like uh, some people have told me like it, I use Taylor Swift as an example when I talk about this, like Taylor Swift, you know, moved to town, but she was what? I don't know, like 14, 15, like when she like started doing stuff. Yeah. Um, and so and she's obviously not younger than me, but yes. um, <laughs> but um having that as well as coming from like where you have like the money or support where you don't, you, you mm. don't have to have a job. You don't have to support yourself yep. in a certain way. So you can just, you know, if you want to spend 10 hours a day working on music, you just have the ability to yeah. work working in your personal projects and not like something yeah, to make you money. Um, and so that helps out. But, um, but yeah, comparison game, it, it's, it's definitely rough, but I've gotten to a point now where I'm just not, um, I'm still, I'm still working on the marketing, still working on, okay, what's, what's the best yeah. options? What's the best plan for moving forward, but not looking at the numbers. Like I'm not, it's so hard. Yeah, it is. Do you have to put like a block up to like not look at the numbers? Yeah. Mm. Well, it's, it's so, uh, a friend of mine actually just released something today as well. Um, Congrats to his, whoever he is. Yeah. His, uh, his artist name is Valley Ant. Um, nice. but he, um, he, his, his whole thing is he's, he's, he, he keeps promoting and he keeps saying, we're just, we're just making art now. Like we're not, we're not looking at the numbers. We're not doing that. And I was mm. like, you know what? Like, that's something that I needed to hear. So I'm glad you said that. Like, cause it's, mm. it's hard to play the comparison game and, and like his, he has, he has roommates that, um, that are way more successful than I am. Um, mm. and so it just, I don't know. It's just, just reminding yourself, but it's, yeah. there are days where it's just like, wow, this sucks. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> you have to remind yourself, Hmm. Yeah. Life sucks. <laughs> Well, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, there's, there's, I feel like there's no fix to the comparison game. It's just reminding yourself that like <clears throat> we're not there yet, and yeah, it takes time. I'm, I'm making art. I'm I, and making it for the art that you're making, not yeah. For, you have like, to love you're excited what for, you make. You yeah, know? you're excited. You're excited for other people to listen and to get in on it and to hear what you're doing, um, yeah. and be a part of it. But you also have to love what you're doing, or else you're just gonna mm-hmm. hate it when you know. Yeah, that's a big one. So. It's also like in in the first producer circle of, of friends that I made, uh, there were people that started releasing music the exact same same time I did. Uh, one of them was a lot younger than me, and I watched that one in particular skyrocket to a hundred thousand monthly listeners. And I'm like, I'm yeah. happy for him, but at the same time, I hate his guts. Like you know, yeah, because we started the exact same time. So yeah. so it's tough to not play that comparison game. But also like we're in two different worlds, two different scenes. So yeah. I, I understand. Well, and and I think I think the biggest like. Um, and, and it's, 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 it's never against these people. Like yeah. I'm, I'm super hyped for these people. I'm super of course, excited for them. Always. Um, but it's, it's, it's the seeing someone release their first song and then it just like blow up and you're like, yeah, I'm like I just released my EP. I've released, you know, three or four singles and like, I'm still, you know, trying to, mm-hmm. trying to get there. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I think it all, I think it all comes in time and yeah, 
Um, I, I do expect that there's going to be like my favorite song is probably not going to be my most famous song. Like sure. I, I'm, j- I'm just expecting that I'm going to release a song and at some point like that's going to be like the most listened to song. But like mm-hmm. this is one of my like least favorite songs I did. Like, yeah, right. I'm, I'm <laughs> like, that's just probably how it's going to go. I'm scared of that too. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why another reason why I'm like, I, like, like if you wanted to really get on the Spotify algorithms, I could totally do it like a song a month. But like, then I'd know for a fact that the one that I just was like, okay, I just got to get one out this month. is going to yeah, be the one. It's going to be the one that blows yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm so scared of that. Well, dope. And I think that will about do it. Do you have anything you want to say as we close really quick, just to shout out anything that you're doing out, anything that you just released, anyone that you're working with, go for it. Um, I, would, I would just say, um, you know, go check out no mercy. It's been a super cool journey creating this, um, this project and it's, it's very, um, the whole, the whole project was like a confidence booster for me. Yeah. And so it's, it's all about confronting these external voices and expectations Yeah, and just kind of, um, I'm a, I'm a people pleaser. And so mm. the, it's, it's being okay, not being a people pleaser and just having your opinion, not trying to give an opinion because, Oh, this is what I think they think or this is what I think they feel. So um, anyways, just 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 yeah. hope, hope that that resonates with you and is able to. Well, it immediately resonates with me. So I'll, I'll say that. So, so yeah, definitely go stream that for sure. Yeah. But um, th- thank you guys for having me. It's been it's been awesome hanging out. Of course, man. Yeah. Come buy more. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> we'll do. Cool.